Hi, hi. Welcome to Lightroom. If it's your first time here, I'm super excited to have you here. You've made a great decision. If you're a returning listener, I'm very happy you're back. Welcome to Lightroom. My name is Chisum and I'm your host. The Lightroom promises to give you an amazing experience of growth. You're going to grow in the knowledge of God's word. You're going to grow in boldness. You're going to be able to boldly express your faith in a world that so desperately tries to silence the faith that Christ died to give you. So welcome to Lightroom. I'm super glad to have you here. Last week, I did an episode. (laughs) I unpacked 2021 last week, guys, and it was surreal. It was beautiful, I dare say. It was vulnerable. I shared trials. I shared testimonies. I shared lessons from the year 2021. And I also shared, you know, encouragement for the new year 2022 (laughs) it's it's a timeless episode i think you should listen to it even if you're probably listening to this in another month maybe in the month of november right listen to unpacking 2021 it's a timeless episode it's going to help you greatly you're going to benefit from it on to today's episode guys i saw something I saw something. I saw something this week and I was I was livid. I don't even know how to express <laughs> how I feel. I was so I was so upset when I saw it. At first I'm like, is this a joke? And then I realized it's not a joke. It's actually real. Like this this really happened. It's not just a meme. It's actually real. I was just uh, guys, I don't know how to probably explain. <laughs> how this me made me feel if you're hearing any funny waggy noises my dog has refused to leave where i am so we're recording this episode with cooper and he's looking at me (laughs) he's so cute anyway i saw something this week and it's been circulating it's one meme on mommy geo (laughs) i'm i'm so pissed about it first off I don't believe that joke is funny. It's not funny. Like, it's actually upsetting. Especially for believers. I believe every believer, every believer should be upset about that joke. It's not funny. And and, and I've been seeing a lot of people now riding on the initial recording or the initial poster that went out. And they're making their own memes and, you know, passing it around. And I'm just like, what's going on? Let me tell you why I find this offensive. One, it's it plays on something very sacred to the Christian faith. The work of Jesus in saving mankind is sacred. It's not something to, you know, play with the facts. It's not something you should alter. Right, you don't just wake up and say things you feel about what Christ did. It's 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 just wrong, especially if you you know claim to 
proclaim. <laughs> you see what I did there? Especially if you, you're a preacher of God's word. All right. There are some things that should never be said. And then in that meme, there were just a lot of funny things being said. She said she went to hell and um, she was arrested by Jesus and a lot of things that were said on that meme. And then a lot of people started to write on it and it say things that I don't even know that the the woman said in the first place. Said say things like, oh, you know, jeans is the cup see there's just a lot of funny funny things right perfume if you wear perfume you go to hell i think she said that one but then a lot of people are just saying more things about it you know perfume sellers <laughs> as it were making memes about it and that's fine but i have a problem when you know the person making a joke about it is a believer that understands the gospel and you don't find a problem with that joke like do you realize that a lot of people are looking at your status like wow people will not be saved by just watching your life the things that you do are important the faith that we have received is sacred and in, in our relationship with god god has always been the proactive one god created man and then man fell. We know the story of creation and how man fell. But one one more beautiful thing about that is that God already made a provision for the fall of man. And he saved us through his son Christ Jesus. Everyone that believes that God loves them. Everyone that believes that God loves the world and he sends his son to die for the world. That person will be saved. So having a joke circulate about you know if you wear if you wear if you use perfume you go to hell all of those things they they deride a true fact of the gospel that is not the gospel guys and this is not a case of perspective of oh this is my truth this is your truth it depends on how we are looking at it and you know people may want to give the example of oh if i write if there's a six on the floor if you're on one side it look like six if i'm on the other side it look like nine you know first of all eh, in that analogy the only person that can tell who is correct in the scenario is the person that wrote that letter or number on the floor. Because for all you know, it could be a G. It doesn't have to be 6 or 9. It could be G. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is not a case of perspective of, oh, I see it this way, you see it this way. The truth is objective, especially when it comes to the salvation plan of God, when it comes to what God says about salvation of a human being of a man of a woman right by man i mean general mankind there are some jokes you shouldn't make there are some things that are not true what takes someone to heaven i've explained this before in our previous episode good to shoes different episodes and i want you to go back and we listen to them ask me questions if you do have questions because i believe that this episode i'm recording now i'm i'm gymming for <laughs> the questions that would follow but then what saves a man we are saved by grace through faith in christ jesus not of works lest any man should boast deficiency to 
This simply means that we are saved by grace. We don't deserve it. We don't merit what Christ did for us. True faith. We don't merit it, but then we believe it. We believe that God did this for us, even if we do not deserve it. Lest any man should boast. So, not of works rather, lest any man should boast. So, we were saved we did not deserve it, but we believe that God loves us and he chose to save us. It is not because of the things we did or the things we can't do. So no man can boast about it. That is the simplest explanation of the gospel. The simplest explanation of what God did for us in Christ Jesus. We did not deserve the goodness that he gave to us in sending us his son to die on the cross for our own sins. And more than that, after Jesus died and was raised, he left with us his Holy Spirit. So we have the Spirit of God inside us because we believe. We believe in the gospel. We believe that Christ died to save us. And because we believe these things, he has now come to live in us by his Spirit. And this is such a sacred thing. And this is not just for the people that have been going to church all their lives. If the same thing I'm saying was preached to the prostitute on the road or somebody that had just murdered another person and that person believes and dares to see that God loves him or her irrespective of their past and they dare to see that God came as a man to die for our sins, that person is saved. So where does the whole, you know, you're wearing perfume, you go to hell narrative come from no matter how supernatural an experience sounds it will never trump the word of god if you claim to have an experience an out-of-body experience you know you went to heaven you came back you went to hell you came back that's not even the argument right we are not in your head we don't know if that happened but does it agree with the word of god if it does not agree with the word of God, it is not true. Even if you dreamt and you saw Jesus in your dream and Jesus told you, I did not die, or, you know, I did not die. It is not true. You are saying something else. Maybe the aftermath of a Da Vinci movie or something <laughs> because it's not true. Everything you see must be filtered by the word of God. The word of God is final authority of our lives. And even when we don't agree, you know, our feelings don't align. The word of God is filter. The word of God is our filter. We're able to filter and judge reality based on the word of God. By by nature, I'm not a confrontational person. I don't like to confront issues ordinarily, but some things just have to be confronted. Some things have to be addressed head on. And one of them is this issue. As a believer, if you truly understand the work of the gospel, if you truly understand what God has done for you, you would not find that joke funny. And this is why you will not find that joke funny. That joke has trended so much. People that are not saved would see that joke and are pushed farther away from the truth of the gospel. Do you realize the amount of work it puts on preachers of the gospel to redeem this error? Do you know the amount of work it would take for an unbeliever that digests and accepts that meme to be saved? 
do you realize how damaging it is that something that wrong is circulating and you're just you know catching crews it's wrong let me let me show you paul's perspective on this in galatians in galatians 1 verse 6 paul says i am astonished that you are quickly deserting the one who has called you to live in the grace of christ and you are turning to a different gospel which is really no gospel at all evidently some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of christ but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one preached to you let them be under god's curse see how seriously the apostle paul took the message of the gospel of christ and that is how every believer should take it that if anybody it doesn't matter what you say you have seen it doesn't matter where you claim to have been if you preach something that is not what the bible teaches as the gospel you are wrong you are very wrong and you would come under God's judgment, especially if you are doing that intentionally. You know, it's different if you are teaching something or circulating something because you genuinely do not know. Right. We see cases where um, in the Bible, for instance, Apollos was teaching and he only knew up to John's baptism. Then um, Priscilla and Aquila came and taught him the words of christ and then he understood better the gospel of christ and he became a better teacher for it he was sincerely wrong or not entirely correct at best right and that's different but it's an entirely different thing that there is a gospel of christ jesus and then you're teaching something else and what was this gospel different gospel going around in the galatian church the Galatians were taught the true gospel that you you are saved by grace through faith and it's not about your works. And then suddenly people came into their midst and they started to be confused. They started to believe that somehow their works were, were what made them right with God. Their works were what made them, you know, chosen by God. And then Paul corrected this. And you see that again in verse in chapter 3 verse 1 he says you foolish galatians who has bewitched you before your very eyes jesus was clearly crucified and i would like to learn one thing from you did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard that is the gospel are you so foolish after beginning by means of the spirits that you are now trying to complete it by the flesh so this was still him talking about the gospel and how you did not receive the gospel by your own doings as it were <laughs> as it were you receive the gospel by the work of the spirit and by believing in what christ has done so why are you trying to you know complete this story by your flesh and don't get things twisted here good works are important good manners are important morality is important and i've talked about this in an entire episode on good works there's an episode i did last year goody two shoes Listen to it. I talked about how good works glorify God. I talked about how God is pleased when we do good things. God wants us to do good things. God has put the spirit in us to produce good works. I talked about that. But never take it that those good works are what make you right before God. Let me put it this way. I attended Covenant University. I believe I do a lot of free PR for <laughs> Covenant University. But I attended Covenant University and I did not go to class to become a Covenant University student. 
I went to class every day I was supposed to go to class because I am a Covenant University student, right? That's the interplay of good works and salvation. We do not do good works to be saved. We are saved by believing in what Christ has done for us. Then we are able to do good works because if you are not saved, your good works do not matter before God. If you do not believe in what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary, your good works do not matter. It will not take you to heaven. That is the plain truth. What takes you, what grants you access to God the Father? What grants you access to stand before God at the end of your life and be with him forever is the knowledge of his son. Is the knowledge of his son is knowing that Jesus came. He lived as a man. He understood what he meant to be a man, to be tempted as men are tempted. And then he gave himself and he died the death that we were all supposed to die. He gave himself on the cross. Before Christ died, how were sins forgiven? Every year, animals would be slaughtered. Those animals had to be blemishless. Those animals had to be perfect. And they had to have lived for one year. And then they would be sacrificed, you know, by the Israelites then for the atonement of sins. But since God is eternal and he came to live as a man, he did have eternal life because he was fully God and fully man while he lived on it. I'll still do an entire episode to explain this. But then follow me just follow me he was fully god and fully man while he lived on earth right and since he has eternal life it just makes sense that when he dies his death is eternal once and for all right and now because he has done this he died like two thousand years ago but then his sacrifice still speaks for somebody that believes on him today so unlike the lambs that were used in Israel that could only last for one year, the sacrifice of Jesus lasts forever and ever and ever. Amen. That is the gospel. That is the truth of the gospel. Think about this. For years, people were persecuted. People were killed to preserve this gospel. You see that the apostles were beaten and they were scourged and they, they counted it worthy that in their bodies they could suffer for the gospel and then you dear believer you see a mem that doesn't tell the truth of the gospel and you laugh about it that's that's wrong that's so wrong this faith that was handed to you on a platter came by the blood of men People died preserving this faith. People died to preserve this truth that you were given. The apostles suffered shame to preserve this gospel to you. So why would you, in chasing clouds, deride the truth of the gospel? Do you realize that you will stand before God to give account? You know, don't be the reason that one more unbeliever has a hardened heart. Don't be the reason that the works of believers would, you know, take a downward shift or a downward toll, right? Think about this carefully. Not every joke should be funny to you. Not everything should be shared 
I, and I mean, some people have, you know, don't mean to do this. You know, they were just, you know, just saw something funny and then they laughed about it. When you posted that thing on your status, on your Instagram or your social media, did you care to explain what it is? Did you care to explain what was going on there? What does the gospel mean and all of that? Did you do that? All right, dear business owner, I know that, you know, this trend is going around but you don't have to use it to make jokes for your business it is not necessary okay there are some things that you should there are some trends you should not hop on your your faith is too sacred for that and hear me as i've said before what makes you stand right before god is his love for you and the sacrifice he has made over you That is the picture of God. We serve a loving father who has given himself for us and he is coming back for us. Hear me. If you believe in the gospel of Christ, if you believe that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, you will not perish, but you will have eternal life. That is the truth of God's word. The gospel is powerful enough to save you. And you know, people maybe skeptical that are you not saying you can do anything see eh? if you think that's what i'm saying then you, you have you, you're probably you know an example of people that just jump in to just halfway and then they pick sides <laughs> you don't even know where they just started from you just jump in i've said it before i've done an explanation a whole teaching on how it's important to do good works but good works are not the criteria to get saved amen (laughs) amen so quick points to remind you of what the gospel is one any gospel devoid of the love of god shown to you is not the gospel any teaching that does not point the love of god for mankind is not the gospel the most used scripture you know when i hear uh, we go on the streets and then i hear preachings and all of that is john three sixteen for god so loved the world but many times people don't emphasize that he actually loved the world it was out of love that he sent his son to die for us love that did not want to see us perish so any gospel devoid of the love of god any gospel that does not teach you that god loves you is not the gospel Number two, any gospel that stakes your salvation on works is not the gospel. I've explained and I showed you from Galatians 3 that the work of salvation that started in our hearts did not start by our flesh. It did not start by our good works. So it will not be preserved by our good works. Good works are a fruit of our salvation. They they are, you know, evidence, you know, they show that we are saved, but they are not the criteria to get us saved so any gospel that that you know paints good works as your access to god is not the gospel it's not gospel number three every any gospel devoid of the grace of god is not the gospel if you hear a teaching on the gospel (laughs) i'm doing that hand thingy where you do inverted commas with your hand so yeah any gospel that is not the gospel what am i saying any gospel that is devoid of the grace of god is not the gospel we are saved by grace through faith we we don't deserve the mercies of god in salvation but he gave it to us 
that is grace. That is grace. That while we were yet sinners, it's not like we had thought about it and say, ah, we are a sinful generation. Let us ask God to make a way. Mm-mm. God made a way before we could think about it. He was proactive about saving us. So any any gospel that does not show you the that does not show you the grace of God, any gospel that does not paint the story of grace to you is not the gospel. It's not gospel. Number four, any gospel that doesn't teach you to have faith in what Christ has done for you is not the gospel. So if that gospel message as you're hearing it does not teach you that christ came christ died for you christ was raised from the dead for you so that you will never have to die by death i don't mean physical death like i mean eternal death if if that message doesn't teach you of what christ has done it is not the gospel if it centers so much on what you do that message has missed the point. the point is what christ has done in our hearts what christ has done on the cross and any message that doesn't teach that to you is not the gospel finally any gospel that does not talk about the ability of god and his spirit to keep you from falling to keep you saved to teach you how to walk in his will to teach you to will and to do of his good pleasure is not the gospel because as i've said before the gospel in saving us also gave us the ability to live the lives that god wants us to live there's a lot of detail that i want to share but i've properly explained in the episode on goody two shoes i want you to listen to it guys it's important listen the crux of this episode is your faith is sacred god has always been the proactive one in our relationship and the faith we have received came by the sacrifices of other people to preserve it. People were martyred for this faith. People were punished. People lost families and loved ones to preserve the truth of this faith you've received. Don't make light of it. Don't share everything you see. Don't talk about every joke you hear. Some things are never funny. Some things are sacred and should not be toyed with. When you see falsehood, treat it as falsehood. That's one thing that the Lightroom stands for. One of the core aims of the Lightroom is to help you shine as light. So light is not, you know, confused. Light does not dance in corners on issues like this, especially. Let your stance on matters like this be clear. Don't be that believer that that worsens the scope of work we have to do in evangelizing the gospel. Don't let your actions harden the hearts of other people and other believers, uh, other unbelievers rather be careful be careful the devil is so subtle he will not jump in front of you and say this is what i'm doing he moves in very in plain sight you would almost think oh it's natural it's just cruise just clouds it's an attack on the body of christ and it's an attack of the truth it's an attack on the truth of this gospel it's an attack on the work of the saints and don't take it lightly okay 
so i believe you've heard if you have any questions trust me i'm open to discussions i'm open to questions i'm here to answer all the questions you may possibly have and you know let's grow let's move on um next week i'm going to drop another episode i'm dancing on my seat i'm dancing (laughs) i'm going to drop another episode and i don't know if i want to give spoilers Mm. but let me just tell you this it's going to be helpful in navigating your journey for the year it's going to help you so much i dare say it's going to be one of our best episodes yet so anticipate it if you follow our newsletters i'll drop the link in the description if you follow our newsletters you may you may get an idea of what the episode will be and you can send in questions you can send in suggestions on things you want me to talk about questions you want me to address feel free you know go all and out let me know and if you i i i i have been sensing this for a while if you're listening to this and you actively want to grow spiritually you you want to take your spiritual growth seriously but you don't just know how i want you to reach out to me let's let's talk okay i would respond to you as fast as i can i promise to do that but let's talk i promise i would reach out to you and i'll respond to you it's been awesome being your host today if you feel like i broke a table for you trust me i gave you a better table to sit at so have a blessed week guys remember everything i've said put them to practice share with someone talk about this with someone share the lightroom podcast with someone you know just spread (laughs) it's been great being here again this week as i said my name is chisum Have a lovely week ahead. Bye.